Alrighty, so let's dive in. So the question is, how, how do I get out of this stuck state? We, we get a dozen variations of those sometimes a day in the Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard group on Facebook. I, I get a lot of these a week too, gang. And the number one link that I share has to do with imagining lovingly for others. And what I want you to track in this episode is exactly why we teach what Neville taught during his entire career. I, I, we just don't verse pluck, you know, just grab a sentence here or a sentence there to justify doing something that's long or complicated. What we, you know, when Victoria and I started this, this up, we decided to keep things really simple and really pure. So if you get to the core of Neville's teachings, one of the things that he keeps repeating over the decades is to imagine, to imaginally experience what implies your wish is fulfilled. So this isn't about the wish. If you're wishing to buy a new car, you don't imagine buying the car. You imagine what implies you own, that you enjoy, that this car is a natural part of your life already, like how I imagine Tickle Belly Hill with Emmett. I didn't imagine buying the car for cash. I didn't imagine you know getting the new tires on the car. I imagined Tickle Belly Hill, my dog, my car, driving a little like uh, driving a little loose, right, having some fun, which is which I would not do in someone else's car. You got it. So I imagine what implied I got a car that I love. Got it. I didn't imagine buying it. But here's the thing, when people get stuck in states, this is exactly what they're doing. They're imagining the consequences of what they're, of, of what they're imagining. In other words, I had this conversation with my friend and I can't get it out of my head. I'm stuck, I can't revise, I'm angry, I'm upset. I'm scared, is what it almost always comes down to. And it doesn't take long, a tiny bit of conversation a few comments back and forth, and, and it's easy to point out, hey, you're imagining consequence. That's why you're there. That's why you're stuck in that state. You're not imagining being upset. You're imagining what's going to happen because of the conversation. You're not even imagining the conversation. You're imagining they'll never speak to me again. Or I blew that deal, it's going to totally wreck my career. I'm going to be homeless living under a bridge with somebody named Sam that I don't even know yet who hasn't had a bath in three months. You see, this is how the crazy mind works. It works exactly like we want it to, to produce more lovely in our life. Except for one thing. When you're imagining consequence, a lot of people, they just surrender to it. They just surrender to the consequence. Mr. Twenty, I, this whole loogie thing. I'm imagining. Well, the, the, I can't. I can't be positive with the loogie. Well, first we don't want you to be positive. But tell me about what you're doing. Well, like with this loogie thing, I'm gonna probably lose my house and live under a bridge with someone named Sam, who I haven't met yet, who hasn't had a bath in 30 days. This is where they go. They imagine what it implies. They imagine the consequences of their fears fulfilled. And I say, okay, cool. So what are you doing to change it? Well, I'm trying to imagine like keeping my job. I'm trying to imagine living in my house. I'm trying to imagine the wish. So what would imply the wish is fulfilled? You know, a friend of mine shared in our Neville Goddard group today, 
In the morning, he's imagining going to bed at night. I'm really a fan of stuff like this. Because if he had no fears of living under a bridge with Sam who hasn't taken a bath in 30 days, what would you feel when your head hit the pillow? I'll tell you what I feel. At the end of the day, when my head hits the pillow, uh, and a little bit of hmm, I'm looking forward to the next day. You get, I'm not positive. I'm spent. At the end of the day, I'm satisfied. I'm spent. I had a goody day. People got blessed because of what I do. I enjoyed a yummy smoke. Played with my puppies. Chatted with my girl. It's that... Uh, you get this is the variation of the lullaby method. Right? I'm feeling what I would feel if my wish were fulfilled. And I'm not sitting there going, Isn't it wonderful? Thank you. I'm just having that spontaneous utterance of... And if I fall asleep in that lovely, if I'm falling asleep and I keep going, I'm imagining, oh my God, waking up the next morning is going to be wonderful. So let's get back a little bit. Remember, I want you to imagine what implies your wish is fulfilled. We often, we talk about things like, If you doubled your income and worked half the time, how would you buy peanut butter or petrol differently? I don't even notice the price of petrol. I filled up the Bimmer the other day on the way to the dog park. I didn't even notice the price. Because it doesn't matter to me. I know I've got plenty of money in the bank. I've doubled my income and I work half the time a couple dozen times. You know, I don't work, quote-unquote, much. I play all day. I love answering your emails and stuff. I even told Victoria yesterday, I says, you know what, I'm just not in the mood. I'm taking a couple hours off, right? Normally, I've got a couple scheduled little areas during the day when I reply to emails and stuff. And just, uh, I just, I just told her, you know, I'm not in the mood. I'm going to go smoke. Ooh, uh. You see, imagining what implies your wish has been fulfilled. You get the world didn't stop. I didn't get docked on my paycheck. I just knew it was time to smoke. What if you, what if you, see, I I enjoy a good cigar when I want to enjoy a good cigar. You see, that's an imaginal act that implies a lot. And it's what's become my physical reality too. But it all started with me. I mean, I was smoking Rollies. I'd line up 30, 40 of them and I'd I'd write. I was building a business, having a lot of fun. But I was imagining not having to write all day. I was imagining being able to, all right, Instead of writing articles now, I very rarely write an article. I'm often just answering your emails. See, back when I was writing the articles, I was imagining answering your emails. People didn't email before I wrote. (laughs) Why would they, right? They didn't know I existed. But I decided to imagine up impact. And what implies impact? Answering your emails when I'm in the mood. And when I'm not, enjoying a smoke. Sitting on the veranda, nice little glass of Lafroig scotch. Ah. So this is where I want you to play. Because if you're in a stuck state and you're trying to imagine something lovely, well, what I want you to do is to imagine something that implies your wish has been fulfilled. Now, by the way, here's the twist. I love putting twists in. Ready? Remember I talked about imagining lovingly for others? 
Here's why I suggest that so much. Because if, if you're stuck on the consequences that yourself is going to experience, me and my family, we're going to be living under the bridge with Sam. I hasn't taken a bath in 30 days. I don't even know a Sam, but I'm going to meet him under the bridge. Oh, God. You see, if you take a moment and you take a walk or you drive down the road or you go shopping and you see somebody with a little bit of a limp or someone who's having a rough day and you imagine lovingly for them... Yeah, what would imply they're having a better day? <laughs> and you feel that action of self-predominant. How would you feel if that little old guy that's hobbling across the street was able to just... See, you pass him when you're driving the car and you see he's just having a problem crossing the street and I just imagine him just running across. I just experience what I'd experience if I was looking in my rearview mirror going, damn, look at that old geezer run across the road. Look at all the spring in his step. You get it? It's how I feel. I'm imagining the consequence of him having excellent health in his joints, in his bones, in his muscles, in his attitude. And it only takes a second. Think about the guy the other day I was grabbing a carton of smokes for Victoria. Yeah, we smoke. <laughs> Why not? I know some people, they get mad because we eat meat, smoke, drink liquor. She drinks wine, I drink whiskey. But anyway... So, I'm at the tobacconist, and there's a guy in front of me, and he's paying with pocket change for a, a pack of smokes. A pack of smokes in Australia costs 20, 30 bucks, and he's paying with pocket change. Right? It's taken a little while. You know what I'm imagining? I'm imagining whipping out a wad, right? Just paying with, you know, whipping off you know, a $20 billion banknote and giving it to the girl. And it feels good. It only takes me a second. You see, I could stay in my shit state. This guy taking all day, ruining my life. I'm going to be pissed off. It's going to block all my manifestings. And if I block all my manifestings, I'm going to end up under a bridge with Sam. Some guy I haven't met who hasn't taken a bath in 30 days. Or, see, that could be Sam. <laughs> or, I could just imagine lovingly for the guy. What would imply my wishes fulfilled for him? In and out. Right? Boom. Have some fun, gang. So if you got some gold today, and if you didn't, by the way, here's the double twist, ready? When you go from passively imagining the consequences of, oh my God, I watch the news, I gotta hide from the news. No, you don't. You gotta realize you're bigger than the news. If you do that, you probably won't have any interest in it. But anyway, you see, when you go from passively imagining consequence to actively imagining something lovely, even for a quote-unquote seeming other, what happens is your cross is lifted because you've gone from the state of passively imagining consequence, that's a state, that's the state that almost everyone in the world is living in, passively imagining consequence versus actively imagining what implies your wish, something lovely, has been fulfilled. Now, if you got gold from that and you haven't joined us in manifestingmasterycourse.com yet, I, I'm curious as to why. Because I actually had a guy share with me the other day this. I put this off for three years, right? The course cost a dollar a day roughly for 90 days. It's 97 bucks, right? He put it off for three years. He's been in for two weeks. And you know what? He's loving it, right? He realizes that he cost himself all kinds of opportunities for the past three years. He could be three years ahead. I told him revise that and keep going. But what's it gonna cost you if you keep dicking around, right? 
mentor of mine told me that years ago. He goes, you know, you, you, you learn a lot, don't you? You're a fast learner, right? Well, what's it costing you just sitting there learning without really getting some good guidance and diving in? And a little bit of mentoring from him just totally rocked my world. So manifestingmasterycourse.com, there's the crass commercial. If you're not already on the 220 email list, at least get on that. Get that little daily pseudo-random goodness we send out. You know, it's whatever's on my mind. I send an email out about every day. Sort of like this podcast. This is what's on my mind. This is what you're hearing. Manifesting Mastery Course is a different thing. You know, it's structured, right? 15 to 25 minutes a day, a sequence of experiences that will rock your world, change your life, make this your way of life, not just another way to solve a problem so I don't end up left by the Salmander Bridge. I hasn't taken a bath in 30 days, and he's looking at me funny because I haven't had one in 31. All right, and for the sharers, those who share the show, share the podcast, share their lives with us, most MM members send us an update every seven days. We like it. And a lot of you guys are letting us share your uh, success stories. I just love that. God, boom. Let's rock the world, guys. See ya.